it is episode five of That's What She Said, Sportsbet's favourite podcast, and I'm your host, Georgie Parker, and I'm joined yet again by my wonderful co-host, co-host, Bubs Barbieri and Joe Weston, and... Ladies, I don't know about you, but the last week for me, every day's felt like a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's been weird, hasn't it? <laughs> it's like in the middle of the week and you're like, is it one Monday, Tuesday? I felt Monday had been coming for, it's like <laughs> winter's coming in Game of Thrones. Uh, it felt like Monday was coming for about five days, especially after Anzac Day. Well, for me, it's fine because, you know, adulting and, you know, you get dressed and you go to work or whatever. But when you've got a kid, you're like... Should you be somewhere? Can you tell me? I'm not sure. Do you know your schedule? And you don't trust a six-year-old. Yeah. Well, she's good but she's not that good. Well, Mum, is it the weekend? Is it a I school day? I don't know. Don't ask me. Get your diary out. I What's wrong find, with you? I always find the hardest thing was like we, I had to do a concussion test um, a couple of weekends ago and they're like, what's the date? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not concussed. And I could not tell you yeah. what the day, day of the week it is or what the actual date is. Concussion ones are hard. Yeah. They're really hard. Do the months of the year backwards. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. used to date a rugby player and it's like December. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and it took a long time. Oh, yeah. and, when, and when you're a professional athlete, like for the first time playing W League, I'm playing at Melbourne City and we train during the day. So every day you're either training or it's a day off. That's how I know. I don't know it's a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah. So the concussion test every time got me. <laughs> and the maths bit. Well, but that's a different concussion story. test from when you fell and did got your whiplash? <laughs> no. It's just a precautionary level. So it's oh, the, yeah, the, baseline. The, the baseline. And yeah. I was like, I'm already struggling at the baseline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Anzac Day, massive day in Australia. Did you guys – I went to the footy. Mm-hmm. What did you guys do? Um, so – Is there a soccer match? It, it, we, I tried to go to the dawn service but <laughs> my child wouldn't wake up. So oh, of course. Great we, excuse. Yes, but the, the but she was ropeable that we didn't go. She's like, my friends get up in the middle of the night and I'm like, well, you didn't. I'm like, <laughs> can you just cut me some slack? But next year we'll go. I had to promise her that we'll go next year. And it was a massive clash between mm. our two sides, my bought side your and bought your, side. <laughs> your original side, your OG side. Yeah, we had training in the morning on Anzac Day, which was not too bad. And then I made some Anzac biscuits, yeah, which Anzac is tradition biscuits. within my family. And then we watched the game. Watched the game. It was a cracker, yeah, wasn't it? it absolute was a Slow burner. Oh, no. I mean, I was at the ground and to be able to hear 90, 95,000, 94,000 people not make a single noise. Not, you, I you'd love think, it. you know, there's kids around. You'd think that someone, a kid, would scream out or someone would be a dickhead and, and yell out, but not a single noise for that 30 seconds. It's actually like spine tingling. It's un- unbelievable. Yeah. Nobody has their phones out because people don't want to ruin right. it with their phones. Mm. They just want to be there for that moment. It's actually un- unbelievable I to think be it's, there. It's the first match for me, the Anzac match for me. It mm. would be my favourite part of the Anzac day, like mm-hmm. because that's why I was so upset about the Birds of Tokyo thing Yeah, because it's such a solemn sort of part of it and my favourite part of everybody uniting, that's the best part about Anzac day yeah. and, and that – when you have an AFL match where 95,000 people do that, you know it's a special day. It's solemn and it's for the right reasons that people stay silent. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I was walking in and this this one is actually 
I'm not sure how long this has been going for. So as people were, you know, asking for money for whatever charity and I'm like, oh, sorry, I, I don't have any coins. That's all right. We've got pay pass. Oh. <laughs> and I just had to then go, ah, oh, I don't want to. Sorry, Georgie, for whatever charity. It probably was for the Anzac Appeal. <laughs> Positive. I don't I donate to cerebral palsy every month. I don't need to donate anymore. But I felt like a bad person because I didn't have an excuse. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm like, I don't, I don't have my wallet. Oh, well, how'd you get here? <laughs> Pay pass on your phone. So now yeah, exactly. It's inescapable now. It, it really is. It's, have you had that before? I haven't had the pay pass uh, surprise, but I'd be like, I, I'm trying to be truthful every time I, I walk past those people. What do you say? I say, no, thank you. <laughs> Not interested. Not interested. Because no. well, they're around every There's corner. So many. The Anzac appeal on Anzac Day, every time I stop at the lights, maybe like, I don't know, there should be like a little sticker that you could put on the car that I just donated. I've done already. You've got all my money. Like I'm, I'm trying not to be a really bad person but you've just taken my – I've been through six set of lights down Punt Road. You don't need to ask me every time I get to a stop sign. And that's what happened to me on the way to the Good Friday Appeal. My Vixen's teammates and I went to the hospital and I gave all the coins to the first uh, person with the – a container at the lights and I was like, that was a mistake. <laughs> I should have rationed my 50 cent coins but there's so many lights along Flemington Road. It's like a traffic light every 20 metres. I was like, massive regret. And, <laughs> and you feel like a dickhead giving 10 cents. You can't give 10 cents. Yeah. Uh, if, you have to give at least two well, coins because you've got to hear the noise come in <laughs> twice. And it's like that Seinfeld episode. I mean, I don't know if you guys are Seinfeld fans oh, like totally myself. Am. And when George puts in a tip and the, the people who served him hasn't seen him put the tip in, so he's trying to take out the money to put it back in again and they only see him taking the money out. Goes, no, I put this in. And you want people to know you're a good person. When I put money in, I'm very much like, oh, look at me being a good person. Yeah. You know? Look, everybody, it's me, it's me. <laughs> um, but I guess the Anzac Day, brilliant match, mm. brilliant pregame with the um, Tokyo, with the, um, the last post and everything, but yeah. then overshadowed a bit. All this week we have been, all this week, it's Monday, or the last couple of days all we've been hearing is the, the Scott Pendlebury booing. Yeah. And we touched on this kind of last week with the booing with, um, Gary Ablett mm. and it's happened again and my opinion is that booing within games it's is what it is but booing someone who's about to receive a medal especially the Anzac Day medal yeah, it's of kind what of it represents opposite. it doesn't sit well with me. No I think it's, it's probably the opposite at the end of the day they award who they they think you have to respect that decision yeah. no matter who wins it like there's a lot of players on the field and yeah. if it's and it's such a tight match too yeah. that not one is going to be a standout exactly and, and everyone's and going to have differing opinions and when it's whoever won you know if if Essendon won Danaher probably would have won it with his four goals and big moments um, but I mean the the call that uh, Bucks made of shame on you for who booed a champion. Um, I loved it. I loved it because when the game's done, done, I I liken it with you not shaking your opposition's hands. Oh, it's unsportsmanlike. I thought it was pretty disrespectful. I do think it was probably more targeted or like At directed the um- towards the umpires Pires. than Pendlebury himself because he is a champion of the game and most people respect all his achieve like he's achieved with his club and even like all of his All Australian 
honours and all of that stuff. So I do think it was probably more towards like one umpiring decision towards the tail end, but a time and place, like it's not on. Exactly. And I think Essendon supporters, my favourite <laughs> supporters, seem to forget the three goals that they got from dubious umpiring decisions as well. And it's never, ever one way decisions mm. and not one single moment of a game can define a game. What did you think of Guelphie's hair? Because. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Oh, my. Uh, well, at first I thought, is that Manus back playing? Yeah. <laughs> <And> Super oxide. <laughs> I know. And then, and then I said, oh, no, it's Draco Malfoy. Yep. Yes, so it looks like him. You've got to be very brave man to peroxide your hair. Dark eyebrows. Yeah, peroxide your hair before a massive game where you know that millions of people are watching. You'd gonna, you want to get a kick. He did Eminem. have a great game though. He did kind of look a bit like Slim Shady-esque Slim but it was so, there wasn't even any regrowth. Like it was so fresh. It's like he literally like peroxided it, it that morning. Yeah, yeah. It just fresh. And it was red underneath because <laughs> of the peroxide. <laughs> it's like peroxide hair is the new like fluoro boots. Oh, got to find oh, a way yeah. to stand out. Yeah. Oh, actually, you want to get those brown low votes. Yeah. Don't you? And a long sleeve, that gets a few extra that votes as well. Don't. Yeah, but, I mean, so back on to umpiring. So mm. the umpiring had a few hard calls. And, I mean, I feel for the umpires. It's a hard game to umpire at the best of times. It's a huge, massive field. There's three of them, mm. 36 people on the field at once. There's a lot going on. But the AFL changed the rules every year. There were 11 rule changes this year. It's really hard to keep it consistent yearly. These are part-time umpires. Hard for them to keep it consistent for the year without um, having these errors because how are they going to get get it right when we don't even know as spectators or players what the rules are? There always seems to be one thing which the crowd kind of like jumps onto. So like a couple of years okay. ago it was in the back and now it's in the like ball. Well, or if you're a West Coast. Now so- it's deliberate. <laughs> like it, there always seems to be one sort of like um, priority which the crowd really harps on. I would about. love on the seats of the MCG and just to have the, like when they, you know, revamp it next time, just have the rules of holding the ball or incorrect disposals engraved yeah. in there because people don't know the rule. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's literally just handballed it. Like yeah. They just don't know the rules. I, and it's always like, oh, it's interpretation of the rule. And I'm like, no, it's pre- it's pretty specific actually. <laughs> but it, it, It's hard though because the inter- it is, there's a lot of interpretation that does go yeah. wrong. And because they're not black and white, you can have your hands in your back but you can't push, but you can keep it at a distance but you can't extend. But what yeah. if you're extended already? And My elbows are bent. But, like, <laughs> how do you pick up the ball if you're going to get, like, pinged for, like, ducking? Oh, exactly. Like, I can't – I've got long arms and I would struggle to pick up the ball without putting my head down as I'm bending. It's, and that's ducking. <laughs> that's exactly, ducking That's now. ducking. It's, but then the, the one of below the knees contact, which was put in because, you know, yeah. people were – one person broke his leg from somebody sliding in and they've changed the rule based on this one incident and now, you know, people don't want to go for the ball and are playing for that and it's all about people playing in the gamesmanship which, you know, is verges on that line of is it bad sportsmanlike or not of when you're playing with the rules in your into your favour. Yeah, I actually did one on the weekend where the coach of the other team well, this is my school team anyway, I was coaching, and my defender did a really great tackle, cleared the ball, and the coach of the other team's like, referee, and he laughed at me. Like he looked at me and laughed at me, and I went, are you cheating? (laughs) You are cheating because you are calling, hoping that the referee's going to listen to you and call a penalty when it's a clear as day good tackle and you're cheating. And all the girls behind me started laughing, and I'm like, I don't. I don't like laugh about this. This is cheating. If you want to oh. call for something that's deliberately 
um, you're trying to get the umpire to change their mind. Do you know how, when pay players yeah. do that? It's called I hate it's it. called acting. Oh, they, yeah, acting. They, they actually, I think it needs. It's, it, I actually feel like it's a skill that's part of being an elite sports person I, now I in do. netball. Like in, um, if I play in defence, and like obviously there's a bit of pushing and throwing, and obviously defenders are always penalised for it. You never like sometimes like I just stack it and they pushed me in the back. Yeah, no, that's different. <laughs> well, that's the difference. But like when the ball's out and I call, hoping that it's. I'm going to get my ball. That's a little bit different to wanting a penalty when someone has clearly just made a great well, tackle. I, I always think that if the the game was switched, would you do it? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if the viewers are watching, would they would they uh, worry about the same incident if it was their team going on the same thing? Oh, he's staging, he's staging. But then they'd expect their, yeah. their player to I'd do it I try and be well. fair. I try and be fair all the time. Like <laughs> when I want an fair. offside uh, and then the opposition, uh, we get an offside and I'm like, yeah, that's offside. Well, netball, your umpire is a little bit more involved than any other sport, I think. That's why I hated netball because the, the whistle went every time. Contact, contact, contact. <laughs> Stop touching them, number wing defence or whatever <laughs> I was fucking playing. <laughs> do, do, they, do you have any dubious calls often with them or <sighs> – Test. Give us an example. I struggle. I think as a defender, I'm assuming it's it's similar in but nobody like, wants it's an to attacking, be a defender. No one wants to be a defender. It's an attacker's game. But I, we know the umpires quite well now, which kind of makes it a little bit more difficult because they come and umpire us at training, so they see what tricks we've got up our sleeve. But I try and play relatively fair. I mean, it's a much of a muchness. Like some umpires let you get away with more. I always find when umpires are inconsistent, that's the most annoying thing because the way your your ability to contest the ball changes over the span of a game, which is just frustrating because especially if um, one end might be a scoring end, um, that's wind, really hard. With that wind that you have in netball. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Normally the scoring end is dictated by the umpiring. So if you're more heavily penalised on one end of the court, especially in the shooting circle, that will give the opposition more free shots at goal. So that would be classified as a scoring end. Fun okay. fact. <laughs> uh, because there's no so external there's elements <laughs> and there's no wind. Well, the re- most recently I had the umpire throw in, I'm sorry. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. What? What? <laughs> she said, I'm sorry about three times. And the week after, another umpire said, well, referee said, sorry to me. I'm like, don't apologize. Just make the call. Make the call. And then if if it needs to be brought back, bring it back. You got seven seconds every time to bring it back. That's what the, the rule is. Oh, they've oh. got time to correct. Well, you could say that they tried to allow for play on. So that you can allow for advantage. Yeah, advantage, yep. So play advantage and then you can bring it back seven seconds if there's no advantage. So you literally would have seven seconds every time you don't make a call to bring it back. That's so interesting because I always find in our sport that if a call doesn't go my way, which probably should have, the umpires kind of try and even it out. So a ball might oh, really? be like going out and it probably would have come off me, but the next time they'll be like, oh, it's Vixen's throwing because they made an incorrect call down the opposite end. Like I feel like a kind of oh, karma. And I feel like that's <laughs> not how you should umpire. No, it definitely is not. <laughs> Get it right initially. What, what are your, what are your thoughts on um, umpires calling players by their names or people oh. calling them? umpires by their name I hate it I hate it like you're especially, not my mate but yeah you're not my mate and don't get my name wrong like <laughs> you either call me my full name don't try and nickname me because people will be like oh bubs and then they go Mel and I'm like do not call me Mel because people call me Melanie afterwards no no Melanie no oh, and yeah. then I'm like who are you you're not my mother I Just do it a bit call me number one number 11 <laughs> 
umpires? You speak to them. I use their names. Oh, I would but do then, that if I knew their names. I feel like they, they come into training a bit, so I know them somewhat personally. So I don't know. Is oh, that weird? weird? I think it's weird and I don't know that's about weird. it. But I, you know, I, do you know what? It's actually amazing. I've, during my proper hockey playing career, mm-hmm. I was always getting cards. I was naughty. I got, you know. Very yeah, tough. I played rough, you know. Played fair, but hard. And you had a stick. That'd be mm, it's dangerous. But <laughs> when you know, when I st- sort of realised actually, it's just a game. It doesn't actually matter. And I was just playing club hockey last year, and I was like really nice to umpires before every game. I got second in the best and fairest of the league because I was getting votes that I definitely shouldn't have got because the umpires liked me. I remember playing a woeful worst on the field, and I got best on. Just because you were nice. Just because I was nice. It pays to be nice. Nice guys pay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, <laughs> anyway, well, last on uh, AFL. So during the week as well, there was, and it's been big calls for it all year, or all year, last couple of years of access, media access to players. And Luke Hodge was interviewed while he was literally getting a rub down, and it was actually by my housemate, Abby, who um, interviewed him <laughs> while he was getting a rub and taking a sip of his Gatorade. Thoughts? Do you would you like to be interviewed during a match, or have you been interviewed during a match? I I think it's they do in our game where you're walking off mm. at halftime. It would never be in the change rooms. No, but during the game of play. So this was during oh, you got the quarter. Right. Was, oh, um, you don't have that. We yeah. don't have that. I forget about you. Well, you can't do it either because you don't have interchange either. No, but my pet hate is when um, the broadcast people ask more than one or two questions at a halftime interview. Yeah. I was like, it's a short time frame. I want to, number one, get a drink. Number two, sit down. And I'm like, you get, you get, I reckon it's one question, Max. Not You don't get two. No, you get two. You get two? You get two. Okay, you probably, you probably <laughs> I've seen you two. Do, <laughs> I've seen you do two, but you do it. Like Quick. efficiently, it's efficient. Statement you questions. Know you tell, and then you're like, but because it could be a yes, no answer, but you just want a little sentence to get it back off the athlete. And sometimes you just can't get it out in a sentence to make it quick. Like you're walking off and I'm like, I'm literally going to headbutt the door. Can you just finish up? <laughs> the walking off's the hardest bit of that interview, to be honest. Yeah, because you've got to try and focus and walk and not step on anybody and trip over. And Do you think we need more media access? To especially, I mean, the AFL media are demanding it. I mean, they've paid a billion dollars for these rights. <sighs> And that's why they're wanting a it. Billion, a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot of zeros. That's mm. nine zeros. I mean, that's You fair. worked in accounting. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's fair enough that you want access, but I just think you just should have more opportunities to do that outside the that's, game. I, I not, completely agree. Not during the game. It's yeah. just, I mean, people want access. There's access and then there's confidentiality. And what's the point of throwing everything out? into the open when, you know, you've got rules and, um, you know, mm. team logistics that you want to wa- work on and then what, if everyone knows, then what's the point? But, but good on Abby for, like, get, was she kneeling on the ground? I'm curious she about to what, was like, kneeling. was she lying down next to him also being like, maybe my calves are a bit tight, <laughs> like, while I'm here, well, do you mind just... <laughs> She literally kneeled down and then he got up and she's like, oh. She, she wasn't expecting him to get up and he was spitting out his drink while he was doing it. The The whole thing was so awkward. Twitter yeah. blew up about it, being like, what the hell are you doing? She got hit by Caro's arrow. Nobody wants to get hit by Caro's arrow. Um, yeah, I probably don't know who Caro is, do you? Caroline Wilson. I know Caroline Wilson. Oh, Caroline Wilson. Yes. Yes. Caro's arrow. Nobody wants to get hit by Caro's arrow. My brother got hit by Caro's arrow once. I've never heard that term, but I do know Caroline Wilson. Oh, it's on a show. Is she a sharp 
She's a sharpshooter. She's a sharpshooter. Call her Seabass because she's a sharpshooter. Oh, Your that's netball, netball knowledge. That's netball. Is, Greg, I have one last thing about footy, which was just I was watching the Doggies game on Saturday night after our victory, hoping it would be two from two. But um, Monday, 300 games for Frio. That's oh, very impressive for that, one club. One, cl- uh, one club is what's impressive about that. And the same with Pav. So there's two of those boys over there, second Frio player. Games. And he's like, you know, I was like, fuck. It's Monday done. Like 300 games is a lot of games. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what's he done? And I'm like, oh, he's won, um, won All-Australian 2015. He was All-Australian Rising Star. But because he's over West and I live over there and I'm still like, fuck, what's Monday done? <laughs> he's actually quite a, 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 great, a great player, clearly. Yeah. But the what the, the boy's reaction to him is that he's just one of those players that you just yeah. want Rely in on. your club. You want in your club, you want around and makes you be a better player and a better person. And, you know, there's a lot of these players who have – you know, made 300 games, have done nothing. There was one I was like, oh, well, what about this guy from the Crows? It was Tyson Edwards and my husband's like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, oh, I went and looked about, oh, he won, must have won all Australians. <laughs> He's literally won no all Australians, oh, no. no best and fair. He's won a couple of flags in the 90s. But I was like, fuck, see, there you go. There's an... Not and you can't be a nothing player because you played three hundred games. Yeah, but he's never been a superstar of the game. Yeah. Just been one of those really good players. Three hundred games is unbelievable. There's one in every sort of employable. And I reckon area. it might be you because I've yeah. just come about <laughs> this um, piece of paper. How did that link in? It I'm linked not. in because it, it's linked in through. You've written down here, and it's very. Did funny. you get that off your windshield? I think that <laughs> came off your windshield. You're trying to get I'm rid of it. Because I'm trying them. to get rid of it. So <laughs> I'll it take one. Says here, Melissa Barbieri, and it's listed her achievements. Here. So you're clearly a nothing player. <laughs> Former Matilda's captain, W League champion 27-2018. So she's had these printed recently since she hasn't been playing for Australia. W League goalkeeper of the year <laughs> times two, just reminding people. Four FIFA <laughs> Women's World Cup. So it's a, you know what? That's actually very impressive. Um, the, the other stuff is impressive yeah. too, but four World Cups is insane because it's a very long span of time. Olympian. <laughs> 16 years actually. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. Um, and... My, your greatest achievement on the ball ambassador. Yes. <laughs> so she's come here and, guys, if you want to download the app, uh, you can save 10% by using the referral code. Let me have a look. But I've just found out. And actually, say that slower because I get, I get cash back I on found that. out from my sources that Bubs has actually gone and printed these herself. She's printed off. How many did you print off? 800. 800. And how many do you have left? Seven hundred and ninety-nine. She's gone and printed them up. You're a great ambassador, aren't you? I am, and it's all about you know looking after the little people. Like that cost <laughs> that app costs about two million dollars to make, and I'm not actually in it at all. <laughs> I I remember trying to get into it, but then everyone was upset that there's no women in it, and I was like, oh. all right, well this is just. Awkward because now I've got all these signature <laughs> cards. So now I just take them everywhere I go. They're in my car. <laughs> did you sign them? When yeah. You, did you, and I signed them. There's a spot for my signature there. Do you know oh, what? Oh, it says signature. signature. I thought that was your – I thought that said like that's your signature no. pose or something. No, no. I <laughs> signed you know that. It's last week. Bubs <laughs> made go. a sign for me. He was going to the airport and wanted to um, have a sign there just to embarrass my, the person I was collecting. And Bubs made this beautiful sign for me but she's like, oh, can I have that Sharpie back? So <laughs> I understand what she wants. <laughs> That Sharpie for now. It's exactly <laughs> right. Exactly. Seeing your um, masterpiece for that sign for Georgie last week, I picture your signature being quite good, like your autograph being very. Yes. This is, and it's nothing compared to my credit card signature, so I don't even. Ask don't even for try. That. Don't, don't try and check. <laughs> um, if you do, there's over a thousand drills at your fingertips on on the board. I'm assuming they are football, soccer drills. Yes. Okay. Soccer drills. Amazing. And you're yes. not in it. 
And I'm not in it. Oh. I barely make the advertising. Look at the back. They're all men. <laughs> I actually can't get over this. It's actually so funny. But there's like some good photos on there. People would appreciate <laughs> it. And I'm not in the best shape on the front one either, but I, I had to get it done in, in a small amount of time. <laughs> and the more you bought, the cheaper it was. So <laughs> I just went, you know what, I'll just go the whole hog and for my, the rest of my life that will be my cup. Does your daughter take them to school for yeah. show and tell? No, no. Can but I take I it to school for sure? You can, <laughs> you can. And seriously, if anyone wants one, just um, hit up Sportsbet and I'll leave them at the front counter. <laughs> what you was your thought process pick about picking the selection of the photos on it? Because there's a uh, nice variation It actually there. had to do with the JPEG, so how, however. <laughs> oh, highest how, resolution. Like highest resolution that I've had. <laughs> no, but seriously, in all fairness, I, I grew I grew up, my career was in the dark ages, so very little social media, very little photos of me playing for my country. Like there's very little of me. Like now you've got photographers following the Matildas. They're everywhere. They've got videos. It's YouTube. I have nothing. I have nothing. I don't even have memorabilia because I sold all my shit to go play in Adelaide to make the Australian squad again. Do you know that if you haven't put it on your Instagram, it didn't happen either? So no, I'm exactly. actually really questioning your four World Cups. I know. It didn't even happen. Did, I don't, don't even know. It, I, I started Instagram a little bit too late too. Well, the boys, like, I don't know about netball, but our Collingwood boys have a photographer there nearly every session. Oh, they do? Yeah, wow. and they love the camera, those boys, don't Ooh. they? Yeah, they always got to do something. I, one of my mates, and he, he, whenever he scored a goal, he would, this was his, you know, uh, you know, muscle pose. That was his pose after scoring a goal. Great guns. And he's like, oh, I'll hold it for a little bit longer just to get that shot. Exactly. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm a goalkeeper. <laughs> Ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah. I've actually got a muscle spasm from tensing my, my biceps, biceps for too short. long. My biceps are too short now because I'm just sitting in this position <laughs> the entire time. Um, well, we'll go on from soccer to A-League and, I mean, I, I'm going off. I don't watch much of the A-League because um, – I get heavily, especially this time of year, I'm heavily invested in footy. And my goodness, you're at the game. The crowd numbers are so low. Is it a worry as a as a football player here in Australia that you don't have those crowds watching? Um, unfortunately, it's a it's a Melbourne City thing. So we're I was at the game calling the game for um, the radio, and there's a lot of problems happening where the crowd is actually boycotting. Oh. So they're boycotting for reasons this of their own. This is scandalous. Yeah, they have they have reasons for boycotting. They don't agree with the coaching situation, how he's coaching, the way they play, the fact that Bruno Fornaroli was pushed out of the club. So for whatever reason, the players are trying to get the fans to come back and whether they think they're right or wrong, they're, they're doing their best to, to make them come back. It's even the same though viewing, you know, Online, well, they the, the Fox Sports mm. ratings have not been high. It doesn't, I think, take into account the Optus Sports. Um, well, they don't have the live streaming. They yeah. don't have all that but extra uh, stuff. It's that still we use. still low. Do you get worried about it as a soccer player here? Um, I don't. I don't know if it's a worry yet because I still feel like the pool and the people are there and mm. the 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 fans are still there. It's just how we're choosing to watch the game. Yeah. I think. I watch my my football app when yep. I when I I don't watch it on TV. I don't watch it on the live stream either. I watch it on the, the football app, so it's free because I'm you know a customer of a specific telephone company. <laughs> Is it Microsoft? No, it's the Microsoft. <laughs> and unless they're paying me, I'm not saying their name. <laughs> 
We still haven't got a sponsor no, either. Yeah, I Disappointing. Know, I know. But Chalco. do you reckon on the ball would be? Yeah. What do you think? Probably us? not. <laughs> Probably not. I don't even know what they do. It's a, it's an app. Did you not? I wasn't really listening. Drew was listening to this. <laughs> Sometimes I Guys, listen. listen to our sports podcast. But I'll let the host Georgie doesn't listen. listen anyway while we're here. Well, anyway. I'm just reading. She's Sorry. in the room, but she. <laughs> the crowds have also been really low at a few of the rugby games around Australia. Did you see that photo on Twitter where it was just like a completely empty bay? It's, Unless someone dropped one you know there and just evacuated. <laughs> Could it's be possible. A, I think rugby for me. Soccer in Melbourne, like Melbourne is a sporting hub. People will watch sport no matter what the sport is. People want to be there because mm. they just love it. Rugby where it's massive in Sydney, Sydney siders don't notoriously get to games don't, mm. and, that, you know, that's the thing. But they get a lot of NRL especially still yeah. gets a lot of views mm. on TV um, for, on free-to-air. It's on free-to-air up there. Queensland, same. They don't usually get many people. Um, so rugby for me, it doesn't feel like it's like I'm not worried about the sport. Um, and I'm not worried about soccer because it's a global game. It's the biggest game in the world and it always will be. But, you know, just seeing that there's no one here in the sporting hub of Australia or sporting mm. hub of the world and there's people not wanting to go to it, it worries. Like, you know, speaking to my one of my bosses at seven, he goes, I forgot the soccer was on and it gets dampened out and it mm. should be where you should be pumping it up. Mm. It's about to be finals. People aren't watching. People aren't talking about it open the paper and there's 10 pages of footy and but half a page of – and I understand that's because we're in Melbourne, but, you know, if there were people watching and, and the, the buzz around it, the newspaper would cover it because they they cover what people want to watch. Yeah, unfortunately I don't think we're doing enough to support our own sport. There's so many teams out there or so many kids playing the game. There's so many females playing as well. That They're just not getting to matches. I just, I just think the – the demographic of people coming to matches, they will choose to stay at home for whatever reason. The Western Sydney Wanderers just opened a new Paramat- the Parramatta Stadium over there. I can't wait to see them pack it out because they have a really strong supporter base. Yeah. It's like in Western Sydney they've got nothing else to do. So yeah. they all get to the games. <laughs> I love I love Pazmas. I've stayed in Parramatta a few times for netball. Pazmas. Pazmas. How great is that nickname? Is that a colloquial term? I've never heard that. We no, called I've never it heard okay. It. We called it Pazmas when we were there. But maybe that's just. I mean, maybe we're just incredibly hilarious, oh. and that's <laughs> a nickname which will transcend generations. That's it. You heard it here first on the sports, but that's what she said. Podcast Pazmas, um, <laughs> and we're coming into finals. Uh, Glory just comes a five nil win, six nil win. Yeah, well, no, that that was City. City won five nil. No, shut up. Perth Glory. Perth just Glory won. just won two nil. Oh, no, you're lying. What? You're lying. I'm I'm positive it's more than two nil. No. Yes. Perth Glory. Over in, yeah, over in New Zealand. No, it was two nil. <laughs> anyway, but Melbourne hey guys, City won five nil <laughs> against. Central Coast Mariners right. and it elevated them to you know fifth what? in the league. Fox Sports must have just mumbled them up. Oh, it's yeah. not the fact I'm dyslexic. <laughs> it's fine. Two and fives look pretty similar. <laughs> yeah, I was reading upside down. Yeah, perfect. Shit. <laughs> well, well, anyway, they're still favourites. They're going in at $2.10 odds. They've been Mate, clear favourites. Clear favourites and I think that's also why a lot of the people haven't been coming out because it's the, the, the it's, it was over. It was, it was a little bit over. So, like, dead rubbers, nothing really to play for. We wanted Melbourne City to play Melbourne Victory in this next final, but because Wellington lost 2-0 and City won 5-0. depends on <laughs> what source you're watching. And City won 5-0, so the, the goal difference actually 
went over. So City got into fifth place, Wellington into sixth. So now they have to cross the ditch. So they just did Wellington to Perth. The longest away game in Australian football, and now they'll have to come to Melbourne. So they'll do the Wellington, come back to me in a four-day turnaround. That is so they have to play Friday night against Victory. Ridiculous. We used to have to do the Perth girls used to have to go from Perth to Invercargill or Dunedin, which are like the most southern points right. of oh, New, New Zealand, like the bottom of the bottom. Fun fact about Dunedin: it's got the steepest street in the world. I've been there. And greatest cookies in the world, cookie time cookies. Have you had them? I've had cookie time oh, before. Many you know, a time. <laughs> I used to just bring them back, but I found some in Woolworths here. So public service announcement. Yes. You can get cookie time cookies. I did. Woolworths? Yeah. Okay, i got to try In the like international section because New Zealand is international. Because <laughs> you can get your L&P and your cookie time cookies in the same aisle. And pineapple lumps. I didn't bring it up last week, but when I was back home in Bright over Easter, I had a sausage roll and there was free poor sauce. Georgie and I really went to town on it in your honor. I actually think I drowned my sausage roll in sauce, my breakfast sausage roll as well. Free the sauce, <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna trend. And yeah. you know what? I was at um Marvel Stadium and which by the way, I was about to say Eddie had it's Marvel. Good one. And no no, the tra- um trams that still go to Marvel Stadium are still called Eddie Hat Stadium trams. Oh, people are going to get lost. I, well, I just thought Marvel's paid a lot of money for that yeah. and I'd be pissed off if I would be pissed the, off the city didn't get it. Anyway, I just found that very interesting. Get it together, Yara Charon. Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't, sw- I didn't um, tap on today, by the way. What? Were oh. you in the free tram zone? Oh, yeah, you just. <sighs> I am. Um, just you wait. The plain, plain clothes inspectors will get you one day, I reckon. Oh, they don't wear uniform all the time, George. You have to know. They go undercover <laughs> and they loiter. Yeah, I'm really nervous about it. Every, I'm like nervous the entire time, but I didn't have any money on my Mikey. Uh, automatic top up. I, can, do you want me to add up for you? Yes, just please. send an auto top up. Can you when please? you reach a certain number, it was, it just debit your credit card. It was card. tax day yesterday as well, which I haven't done. Oh, I haven't done that either. Can you do <laughs> The accountant says. <laughs> um, okay, and I was reading my way in as well today. On my free tram. Um, <laughs> Hashtag thanks. Okay, yeah, so the London Marathon was <laughs> – the, maybe they could be our sponsor. That's it. Because I don't – well, last week I drove in and I was running late and oh, I yeah. got my parking fine, didn't I? Yeah, how much was that? It was $81, but I'm still up because I never pay for parking in the city and, you know, it's it all balances out. It all balances out. To tell you the truth, I paid for parking – the other day, and it cost $79. So a parking ticket for 80 It was $2. Well, I, exactly. I only paid $2, really. Bargain. Bargain. Well, no, what about when my park – okay, let's go into my parking. Yeah, okay, let's continue <laughs> this <laughs> conversation. <laughs> my parking. Stuff El- Elliot Kipchonge, who just won the London Marathon in two hours and two minutes. No. Let's talk Skip. about my, my car parking. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares that his last K was two minutes 42? In a 40. <laughs> Thank you, next. Next. <laughs> Thank you, next, bitch. Okay. No, so my park, I, I finished up here and I caught the tram in and I paid for my tram. I don't, even know, I don't even know how much it costs to catch a tram. I'm from, I'm from Perth. We don't use trams over there. No, and I came back to my car and I actually had a flat tyre. That's why I couldn't drive in. I had a flat tyre. Okay, and I was like, oh, shit. Okay, I'll, I can't change a tyre. I can't either. It's 2019. I should know how to change a tyre. but And I've been taught multiple times, but I don't know how to change a tyre. Pro tip, PSA, apparently you loosen the bolts slightly before you <laughs> jack it up. I will, do you know what? I'll, Actually, yeah. I'll never need to worry about that because I'm never going to change one. Anyway, so 
I was like, Ugh. so I, le- I closed the came back. I left a little note on my car and it said, and I, I've shown you this note. Yeah. It said, please don't give me a fine. I've got a flat tyre and I can't change it. Um, <laughs> Or something like, I've got to wait till someone can help me. Thanks. And I put little crying face emojis, little sad faces, like a note that nobody should. No, you're patronising them. They no. probably think, no, she's lying. Look I'm at not all lying these because emojis. My, no, my tyre was flat as a pancake. Look at my tyre. My tyre was flat as a pancake. Anyway, and I come back to my car. I'm like, I'm not going to get a fine. I'm a good person. This is my life motto. I'm a good person. I won't get a fine. And a fucking fine. $161 fine. And I was like, are you fucking little asshole? And I was like, oh, God. And I had to go get a change new tyre because, okay, if you're city jeep, this is all made up story. <laughs> I had to go get a new tyre. Because I was a, it's a brand new car, I'd done 600Ks, and I'm like, I've got to go get a new tyre because I can't give it back to my sponsor with a flat tyre. $315 for a new tyre. Wow. That's the worst day. Karma really hit me that day. Did you get out of the parking fine? Well, no, so I've just emailed them <sighs> and I've written and I went in and, like, because of clause 28i. I, I, you read Lord, the contract. I would, I, yeah, I went into the law. I'm, I did two years of law commerce. You know, I'm no proud biggie. of you. No biggie. I did law studies in year 11. So <laughs> I hope you get out of this. I look forward to tracking the progress. I'll keep you only, updated. Only because and it's a legitimate reason. I sent in my thing. This is great content. I know you guys, <laughs> you punters are loving this. No, so I um, sent a picture of my tyre. I said, as you can see in the photo, my, my tyre <laughs> is as flat as a fucking pancake, <laughs> you little piece of shit. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't say that. That's a lie. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll move on. Can you, we'll yeah. move on to Elliot Kipchoge, who Kenyon, I don't know how to say his name. I was actually meant to look that up, um, but I was too busy looking over my shoulder for parking for um, <laughs> tram inspectors. Um, he just won the London Marathon, two hours and two minutes, two minute 54 Ks for 42 Ks. Are they some of the most incredible athletes in the world, the marathon runners? All they do is run. That's so insane. His last K was two minutes <laughs> forty-two. My brain just actually can't compute running that quickly for that long. I couldn't. That's think. How, that's faster than I sprint. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything worse than running a marathon. You know how some people go like, you retire and people go, oh, I'm going to do an Ironman. Oh, I'm going to run a marathon. No. I couldn't think of anything worse. The only marathon I'm doing is how many pies I can eat. <laughs> I might do it for as many days. Harry Potter <laughs> marathon. <laughs> Yes, I can do Ooh, that. I've Game done that of Thrones more than marathon. Once. Game of Thrones, by the way, we're putting a lot to this company right now because Game of Thrones is actually running right now. Ooh, oh. so I'm not. And sure. my parking's just about over. Oh so. no, I'm going to get my eyebrows done in honor of the very last episode. Like I'm just going to embrace my inner Khaleesi because <laughs> my tip is that her and Jon Snow are just going to rule together. Well, you, but not really because he's she's his auntie. He now I, I mean it's something like who that. Cares? Much of a muchness. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys watch it? I don't. I do. But actually, to, Parts. to my, in my defense, Parts. I'm waiting till it's all finished, and then I'm just going to do the marathon. Wow, that's, that's a marathon I can of commit the to. entire Game of Thrones. The entire Game of Thrones. All eight seasons. All eight seasons. I'm planning on when it's probably a vomiting bug or something that I can literally. That's a really long time. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of episodes. Amazing. I'm actually, do you know what? I'm actually really jealous because the first season you just binge. Well, and I'm never going to like once it's over. I've watched it. I know what's happening. Mm. Well, I I did that with I do that with 
are some things where I go, okay, I'm, I skipped an episode. I'm not up to date anymore. So I just cut it off. I just go, I can't watch it and I can't listen to anyone talk about it until I'm ready to watch it from start to beginners. Mm-hmm. I said it for Supernatural as well, a little bit sci-fi. A little bit. <laughs> little Nerdy. bit. Well, anyway. I, I did go back and watch all of eight OC, all four seasons in about three weeks. So look, Love it. I know what it's like. Maybe well, we can move <laughs> on. Back on to sport <laughs> because get this right. Um, we had round one of our netball competition this weekend. You won. For all of it. We won, which is a well side done. note. Thank you. The Adelaide team won their first game in two years. They had 27 losses in a row mm. and they'd lost a lot of quarters as well. They'd got very few points due to our bonus point system and they finally won by one goal yesterday. That's a great thing for Adelaide because I, I was part of that for soccer. They did like 27, 28 matches in a row where they lost, lost. and we won that first one. I, I was actually did, in a team that did that did for Adelaide. 27 matches? No. That's a Do long you guys time. sing a song? We have a Vixen song. Do they yeah. have a Thunderbird song? Like do they get around in a circle and sing a song? I don't know. I can – I'll ask them because – Actually, I, for me I was thinking Thunderbirds like oh, – but that's a team, right? Yeah, yeah not, the, um, <laughs> not the, the puppet, not the cartoon puppets. They always play like Thunder, like the ACDC song at the games, but I'm assuming they probably wouldn't try and sing that. So they don't know. So Not like footy where you have a song that you sing. I don't know, but Izzy Flau, who we talked about last week, his wife Maria plays for the team and she shot very well, so – well, it's because of Jesus. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, that, you know, there's an Albany Sharks team actually who just ends. They just won 21 point over Denmark, 45 game losing streak, oh. and their second win in 106 <laughs> league matches. <laughs> That's a battling team. Imagine losing for that long. Albany, great place to live, not such a great place to play footy. Well, you wouldn't know how to win. Like you'd be like, "What is? I'd be so foreign." You'd be like, "What do we do?" Like, <laughs> what do we do? Yeah, what, what, yeah. Does anyone remember the now? song? What happens now? But okay, well, okay, and then we'll just sheets of paper. We'll out. just <laughs> we'll just wrap it up now. So that was a wonderful tweet that I found from Cameron Newbold, sports reporter for the Albany um, something Shark. advertiser. Anyway, you know, Twitter, my favourite social media medium, because it just comes with some absolute gold, doesn't it? So yes. we're going to do this every week. We're going to do tweet of the week. We're going to come each with our favourite tweet of the week. And for me, it's this interchange between Tom Brown, one of the head Channel 7 reporters, and um, Jack Rewalt, one of the greatest players, current players. That's probably a big call. Very good player. <laughs> Very call. good, Paul. Very, very good player for uh, <laughs> He's not Nick Richmond. Really no, he's won a few, won a few Coleman's. Good player. And it's this interaction between Tom and Tom comes out and says a potentially positive news for Tiger star Jack Rewalt. Believe he has had scans and significantly avoided the need for surgery. I don't know exact time frame yet. Latest four forty five this afternoon. And to which Jack replied, "Potentially believe. I don't know. All in inverted commas." Tom, please start your tweet with, "I'm guessing. At least it would be true." <laughs> and then he, he counteracts with, "Certainly not in business of making stuff up, Jack." There you go. Somebody <laughs> calling someone who doesn't like them with their first name. I'm getting on these days, and I have a few reliable sources up my sleeve. No surgery, as I reported, which is great. You're a champion of the game, which is better when you're playing. Hope you get back asap. To which Jack replied. Tom, it couldn't have been true. You posted your so-called information from a source at midday today and it didn't have a scan until 3.30. You've either got the ability to time travel or you guessed, <laughs> which just makes me laugh because reporters are idiots, aren't they? Wouldn't you be like you've actually got it from a reliable source and you call in a reliable source and you're like, you fucking a-hole, why yeah. the fuck would you tell me that he's got a scan and he hasn't even had it yet? What an idiot. I fucking love that he – sorry, language. I, I just love that he um, – 
called just out called him out. Yeah. I love it. It's so funny. Yeah. And he's just like, if you look at Tom, he's just such a bloody nerd as well. So it just makes me laugh. Yeah. There's so many like, but just like use more definite terms. Like there's so many open-ended words potentially Maybe. Well, that's how perhaps. they do it. That's how they do it or now. It's not about until... being truthful anymore. It's about being first. Exactly. Just maybe just wait, say, he's getting a scanner for at 3 30. We'll let you know then. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, my favorite tweets come from Your mum? No. <laughs> um, on Trish News though. We were talking about the other day, I was talking about the decals which are on the court, which are the stickers they put down with the sponsors. And Trish was like, Oh, don't you mean the decals? I was like, decals. Decals. I believe they are pronounced decals. Well, uh, and then she said, no, no, in my day they were called decals. I was like, in your day there weren't any stickers on a netball court. No? <laughs> <laughs> they hadn't invented nylon or anything like that yet. <laughs> Trish does, has sent me a couple of DMs this week on Twitter. Let's see what she says. Um, she sent me a buy a Flexi three-game membership this week to support the Good Friday Appeal from Essendon Football Club. And she said, should we join? And then she sent <laughs> – and then she's just sent me a few other things, but there's no comments on those. <laughs> so your favourite tweet of the week <laughs> no, from my, your mum <laughs> is a plug for membership. <laughs> plug for membership. No, my favourite tweet. The worst supporters <laughs> in the league. Honestly, can I? Can my second favourite tweet be my own tweet? Of, okay, what is it? I'll tell you because I want to get it perfect because it was written wonderfully. It is. Read it out. Word. My favourite tweets come from Dane Swan. He's probably my favourite on Twitter, is, I will say. Well, we're very similar on this because is there a way you can block Essendon supporters from your Twitter? And I would love to block them from my life. Did you block me? <laughs> Do you still follow me? They're the worst ever. Okay, no, go on to your tweet. Go on to your tweet. Is it a Dane Swan tweet? It was a Dane Swan. I have, I've lost it now. Oh, so All right, Joe. Uh, while, while we're waiting for Joe to scroll through her Was magnitude it? of tweets, <laughs> um, I actually about? like the banter between um, Travis Dodd and Scott Jamison. So Scott Jamison is the captain of Melbourne City and Travis Dodd, trolls him non-stop. I'm not going to give you an exact specific location, but there's a clip in one of the A-League sort of videos where Jamo makes a swing and a miss. So he completely misstrikes the ball and ball goes out and Travis has cut that and put, posted it on his Twitter and then I tried to scroll down and see all the interaction between them. All his Twitter is just banter with Scott Jamison. So I highly recommend Go looking them two up. up. Yeah, follow them and then just watch the banter I flow. love that. I love interaction. It's hard to even know if they're – I think they're friends. I do think they're friends. They've played together but it's really hard. There's a little <laughs> bit of a grey area. It's sometimes a little nasty oh, but sassy. it's good. I love it. This is my favourite one. <laughs> I, um, just threw a tennis ball in the pool for a solid 40 minutes. Shoulder was really sore after 15 minutes. Credit to me for playing through the pain. That's a message to all the kids to never give up. (laughs) (laughs) And and punters, if you're watching or listening to this, go have a look at Sportsbet's latest letter to himself from Dane Swan. Very, very well done by the boys here, the content boys with Dane Swan. He's a bloody good ambassador for for the sports bet is exactly Mm. the target market I think people are after. So we'll wrap it up there with some wonderful tweeting news. Um, Like, subscribe, rate, tell your mates and thanks for listening or watching if you're on YouTube Um, because we're now on YouTube, guys. We're video sensations. Um, So thanks heaps and we'll see you next Tuesday.